Hello, and welcome back to another podcast episode of Grateful Gwenna. I am actually recording in the car today while I wait on my fiance who's getting his hair cut. Um, so I don't have my journal with me that I usually read from, but thank you again for joining us. Um, you can support this ministry at anchor.fm slash Grateful Gwenna. And today we're going to be talking about how to pack a safety bag. If you or someone you know is being abused or is in a scary or domestic violence relationship, um, then please um, call the National Center for Domestic Violence Hotline for immediate assistance at 1-800-799-7233. This line is available and open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can confirm that's the correct number because I'm giving it to you from memory by looking at some of the description, introductory um, descriptions for the episodes on my podcast. So again, thank you for joining us. And today's episode is going to probably be very brief about packing a bag. And today, um, we, well, I had the website up, um, packing a bag to leave a domestic violence situation. Um, and I wanted to read to you some, uh, statistics from, it's a website, here it is. It's a website called loveisrespect.org, loveisrespect.org. Um, and it says, did you know that one in four women, which is 24.3% and one in seven men, which is 13.8% that are 18 years or older in the United States of America have been the victim of severe physical violence by an intimate partner in their lifetime. That's a lot. Okay. So, um, this mind you is what's been reported. Obviously, there are a lot of situations that are not reported. As those of you who have listened to my testimony know, I can only use myself as an example. And I did not report most of the violence for almost 10 years. So if you're not in immediate danger, um, but you want to be prepared, okay, um, if you live with someone and you begin to notice some of the red flags that we've discussed in other episodes, or you sense a friend of yours may be in trouble, um, it's a good idea to be prepared to leave when necessary, okay? So keep a go bag ready and waiting. And I'm reading this right off the loveisrespect.org website. So here are some of the things you might want to think about including um, this website recommends you keep original documents. I personally would have copies. Um, that's just me personally. Some people might think that's a safety concern or a safety issue, but here's why. And you do whatever you think is best or wise for you in your situation. Again, I'm not a licensed counselor or therapist. I'm just telling you based on my per own personal experience. Um, the reason I would do that is because I personally would not want to lose my original documents 
or if I misplaced the bag or something for a minute, I wouldn't want to worry about where are they and have one more thing to worry about. If I'm trying to escape and I, my life is in imminent danger and my partner or my husband or my ex or my boyfriend or my girlfriend or whoever it is, or my wife, whoever it is, if I need to leave right now because they're raging, I call it raging, meaning they're angry and their temper is flaring. And I mean, you know, the signs, then I don't want to have one more thing to worry about finding things, finding paperwork, finding whatever it is. So here are some things you might consider having at least a copy of, if not an original in your bag. Um, and of course, you're going to want to hide this bag in a discreet place. Your birth certificate. If you have children, your children's birth certificates. Um, sometimes they have those little card things. Social security cards. Your driver's license and or your passport. And if you need them for your children as well, if you have any. Anyone that you would be you know, escaping with in a quick emergency getaway. So you could just grab the bag and go and you don't have to worry about anything. Um, marriage, divorce, or custody papers, especially the rights to the children. I would definitely recommend if you have any of those. And of course, nobody wants the children to see abuse, um, legal protection or restraining orders, uh, health insurance cards, medical records, immunization records, and nowadays, I would add any COVID vaccinations or anything like that, COVID records. Um, your car title, assuming you have one, registration and insurance paperwork, or at least access to it. Um, a little bit of cash and maybe some prepaid credit cards so that nobody can trace those in case your abusive partner might be trying to stalk you and find you and come after you and come get you, not to scare you. Um, maybe a prepaid cell phone or a cell phone with a new contract and a number. Um, just make sure your cell phone is always, always charged, okay? Um, and if your partner's name is on that cell phone bill, then technically, legally, they have to give them information if they call and ask. So either not have their number or you know, have a different phone that you can use in an emergency. It would, it, you could just get a cheap prepaid one from like Walmart or the, do the dollar store have those? I don't think the dollar store, but like just a really cheap prepaid one from Walmart or something or Meyer might do it. Make sure you pack your, some medications for yourself to last you at least a couple, three days and your prescriptions if you need them for yourself and your children and their medicines. Um, if you're packing to leave quickly in an emergency, I personally would recommend that you pack enough clothing and enough clothes for at least two or three days um, for you and your kids if you're taking your kids with you. Any keepsakes, because you may not be able to go back, but that I would think would be a little less important. And then they recommend on this website, loveisrespect.org, a spare set of keys. I think that's an absolutely excellent idea. I highly recommend that you not re-enter the home when your abuser is present if you need to go back for anything. Make sure that you keep this go bag somewhere you can easily access it if you have to leave in a hurry. Um, I always had mine in the trunk of my car because my ex-husband literally never checked there. 
Um, you could leave it near your front door. Personally, I don't think that's the greatest of ideas because he's going to be like, why is that there? Um, or you could keep it at your friend's house, but then you would have to make sure that you could access it if your friend weren't at home when you needed it, especially if he knows where your friend lives. Okay. Um, again, try to keep your cell phone charged all the time and try to keep your car full of gas just in case you need to make a quick escape. Okay. So, um, if you want to look up the article that I'm citing this information from, it's called how to make a go bag when leaving an abusive relationship. And it is by Stacy Salazar, S T A C I Salazar. And, um, it, again, it's on loveisrespect.org. So, um, I hope that that helps you. Um, I hope that that helps you, uh, plan and make a go bag and that it helps you feel safer. And thank you for listening. God bless you. And remember, I love you and Jesus loves you more. Until next time.